Hello, my name is Steve Lally and I am a storyteller and I'm going to tell you a lovely story, in fact it's actually a famous old Irish folk tale that was originally collected by Patrick Kennedy, the uh, Wexford folklorist. But the story actually hails from my native county Kildare and the townland in which I grew up, a place called Rath Coffee. And this is actually included in my book Kildare Folk Tales and the book I co-wrote with my wife Paula Finlally called Irish Gothic Fairy Stories from the 32 Counties of Ireland. So let's get started. On the island of Ireland, there is the province of Leinster. In the province of Leinster, there is the county of Kildare. And in the county of Kildare, there is the townland of Rathcoffey. And in the townland of Rathcoffey, there is Rathcoffey Hill. And on top of Rathcoffey Hill stands Rathcoffey Castle, which is now in ruins. But it was once a magnificent building, famous for its feasts and banquets. Now, long ago, in Rathcoffey Castle, there was a boy who worked there, cleaning up and doing work in the kitchen. He was known as a scullery boy. But there was a problem with this boy. Oh my goodness, he was a very lazy boy. He would never do his work when he was asked to do it. And the only time he'd ever lift his hand to do anything was to either scratch his head or pick his nose. My goodness. But that was all to change. Now, what used to happen was, uh, whenever a big feast was over, all the knives and the forks and the cups and the plates, I suppose the crockery you'd call it, we brought into the kitchen for the boy to clean. But he let them pile up to the ceiling and he couldn't be bothered doing any work. And he'd just watch as the flies would buzz around and he'd watch the mice nibble away at the scraps. I couldn't be bothered doing the washing up. I'm too tired. I'll make myself a nice bed by the fire. So the boy would get himself some blankets and a bit of straw and a bit of hay and make himself a bed beside the fire. Mind you, not too close to the fire because that would be very dangerous. Now he needed a pillow. What do you think he used as a pillow? Hmm. Well, let me tell you. There was a cat that lived in the castle and his name was Bubbles the Cat. And he grabbed poor Bubbles the Cat. And then he would put his head down on Bubbles the Cat. When the boy was nice and comfortable, he would get a great big spit from the back of his throat. And then he'd spit. And what sound does a spit make when it hits an open fire? That's right. So all together now. Jingle bells. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's not Christmas time. It's Halloween time. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. Well, just before the fire went out with all the spit, the boy fell asleep. It was lovely. He could smell the smoke as it curled up the chimney and he could hear the wood and the turf as it crackled. And he could feel the warmth of the lovely flames against his body. It was very nice indeed. I've got you now! I've got you now, you buyer! Oh, ho, 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 ho. Well, the boy looked up 
with absolute terror and standing above him was a great big horse. The boy was shivering with fear and he looked up at the horse and he said, <laughs> Who are you? Well, with that, the horse pulled over a chair and sat down and crossed his big horse legs. And then he reached through his mane and he pulled out a pipe. He lit the pipe and he took a puff on it. He looked down at the boy who was still shivering with fear and he said, I am the Puka horse. I dwell amongst the ruins and the hilltops and I am driven monstrous by much solitude. But I was once a boy just like you, a lazy boy. I was so lazy I made my mammy cry. And the fairy folk were watching and they were very angry with me. So they <laughs> sent a puka horse to teach me a lesson. He grabbed me by the scruff of the neck and he threw me upon his back. And off we rode. First of all, he took me to the north, where he took me right through Loch Ney. Oh my goodness, I held on for dear life. I could feel the eels against my face, but I held on. And then he took me to the west. And my teeth chattered as his hooves clattered across the plains of the mighty Burren. And then he took me all the way down to the south, where he ran to the top of Carantool, the highest mountain in all of Ireland. And when he got to the top, he howled like a wolf. Oh! And then finally, he took me to the east. Where he brought me to the Pool of Fuca in the County Wicklow. He dropped me in a big hole where I fell for ten days and ten nights. And when I came out the other end of it, I found myself in the Curra of Kildare. But I was no longer a young boy anymore. I had been turned into a puka horse. And a terrible curse was put upon me. That I should remain a puka horse until I found a boy or a girl. Lazier than I was. And I have searched the whole land. Well, now, you're the laziest boy I have ever seen. You'll do just nicely. But the boy didn't have a chance to say a single word. He watched as his hands turned to hooves and his body covered with hair. Oh, my goodness. He felt a great mane grow out of his back. He felt his face stretch out into the shape of a horse's face. And he watched as the other puka horse turned back into a boy and run away from the house singing, I'm free at last, I'm free at last. Now this puka horse stood there, feeling very, very sorry for himself. And Bubbles the cat looked up at him and said, Ha! 
That's the last time you're going to make a pillow out of me, you boya. And hopped on his back and the two of them went flying out the door and hi-ho silver, said Bubbles as they galloped across Rathcoffey Hill towards Clongos. Now this puka horse... He searched the land high and low looking for a boy or a girl lazier than him. But he thought to himself, it's not a very nice thing to turn a little boy or a little girl into a big scary horse. Maybe there's something better I can do with my time. And of course, long ago, horses were very important because it was before we had cars and trains and all sorts of stuff like that. Buses and trucks. So horses were used for transport, people would ride on their backs they would pull carriages and wagons for people and of course if you owned a farm they would plough your fields for you and because the puka horse is one of the fairy folk and has magic powers this puka horse would take children for trips around the moon at night time well the fairy folk were watching and they saw that this boy had changed his ways well he wasn't a boy anymore he was a horse and they decided to give him a second chance. Because everybody deserves a second chance, isn't that right? Yes. So they turned the boy back into his human form again. But so much time had passed, he was no longer a little boy anymore. He'd grown to be a man. And he made a promise that he would go all around Ireland and tell young people what happens to them if they're lazy. So he would go to schools and he would go to libraries and he would go to hospitals and he would go to storytelling festivals and he would even go onto RTE Junior Radio and warn children not to be lazy because if they are they just might get a visit from the Puka Horse! Ha-ha! Happy Halloween, everybody!